Goals are more than just a list of things to do. They're a way of focusing not just your energy, but the energy of the universe on what it is you want to achieve. Stay with me today and I'll show you how it's done. Becoming the best version of you requires you to show up every day and is the best decision you will ever make. Sea Change is the podcast that shares the simple steps to creating your ideal life. Wherever you are, whatever your age, whoever you thought you were, in this Sea Change, C stands for coach. I'm Coach Mel. It's time to start showing up. I remember when I first started studying management back in the 80s, we were taught about SMART goals. So our goals had to be SMART, so specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound. It never quite seemed like enough to me. And all the goals that we were encouraged to write were all about what we were going to do at work, what we were going to do in our business. There was very little focus on the whole person and the rest of our life and how we were going to achieve goals in those other areas of our life. So theory has evolved over the last 30 years to a point now where there's a lot of research that suggests that if you can attach an emotion and set a clear intention when you're writing a goal, you have a much greater chance of actually achieving that goal. So that's what I'm going to talk about today is how to attach intention and emotion to your goals so that you've got a much greater chance of achieving them. So let's start with the types of goals that we want to set. So as I said, you're a whole person. You're not just who you are at work or who you are in business. You have a variety of roles. And so the first thing you should do is actually write down all the roles that you have in your life. So, you know, are you a mother, a partner, a boss, a sister, a daughter, etc., etc. So what are all the different roles that you have? Because they can start to give you signposts of the areas of your life that you need to look at when you're coming up with the goals that you want to write. So it's not necessarily about having, you know, one goal for each part of your life. It's just about giving you an awareness of who you are as a whole person and where you devote your time and where perhaps you may need to look more carefully at how you spend your time and where you place your energy so that you can have a greater chance of being a success as a whole person, not just successful in one or two areas of your life. Because one of the things I'm trying to achieve with all of my clients in my coaching practice is we look at the whole person. So generally the people I'm working with are relatively successful people and basically have their act together, but there may be just one or two areas of their life where they just feel that they need a bit of a boost up and and a way to achieve more so that they can be truly living their best life. And that's what I want to do with these goals is look at all the areas of your life so that you can make sure that you're living your best life in all the areas of your life, not just at work or not just at home. So once you've created a bit of an idea of who you are, so what are the different roles that you play in your life, you can start to look at, well, where do I need to focus and what types of goals do I need? 
Now, writing goals isn't as simple as the SMART goals that we used to write back in the 80s. Nowadays, there's lots of different theories about how goals should be written, whether they should be written in the present tense or the future tense and that kind of thing. Really what it boils down to is your own personal preference. As long as you follow a few basic guidelines, the best thing to do is write goals in a way that feels comfortable for you because that way you're more likely to do it. If you're being forced to do something that doesn't really fit with you and doesn't resonate, then you're less likely to do it. So my advice with this is always do what feels right for you. So for me, one of the things that I like to do is I write my goals as if they've already happened. So for instance, I'll write a goal and I always start with the time period, like so when the goal is. So I'll write a goal that says it's January 2021. I'm sitting in my sun-filled office or whatever. So I put a date on it and then I describe the feeling and the the surroundings. So where am I? Who's there? How do I feel? And what is it that I've achieved? So what is the goal? I might say it's November 2020 and I'm five kilos lighter than I was in August or something like that. So you may set a goal that way that's around a target weight that you want to achieve. Or it could be I'm eating well, I'm feeling fit, I'm going to the gym three times a week. It could be I've met my ideal partner and started a relationship. It could be I'm surrounded by my family and we're all getting on well and everybody's happy. It could be I'm sitting in my new home and this is what the kitchen looks like and this is the outlook and this is my view. Or it could be my business is now earning X dollars a month, these sorts of things. So you're describing what it is that you want to achieve and using a language that says, I've already achieved it. And you're also attaching emotion to it by talking about in the goal, not just what you've achieved, but how that makes you feel. So what is the emotion? What will achieving that goal do for you as a person? How will you change? How will you feel when you've achieved that goal? And that's really important because if you can anchor into that emotion, and so every time you think about that goal, you bring in that emotion. So the joy of success or uh, the satisfaction that goes with knowing that you're at the weight you want to be or you're eating the way you want to be or whatever it is. So what is the emotion that you're feeling when you think about how you're going to be when you meet that goal? Because if you can't imagine how you're going to feel when you meet that goal, then you really need to question whether it's the right goal for you. Because if this goal is not going to make you feel better than you feel now, well, why are you doing it? So many times we get I guess, tricked into thinking that we have to achieve certain things because society tells us that we should be a certain weight or we should earn a certain amount or we should live in a certain place. But none of this, if it doesn't mean something to you, none of it matters. So you need to think about what it is you're trying to achieve and think about how that's going to make you feel and really anchor into that feeling. So draw that emotion in 
in and let it fill you up and sit with it and think about how you'll feel when you're in that situation. And then write down how that feels. Write down a description of where you are, who's with you, what you can see, how you're feeling, and all those kinds of things. And you write it down as if it's already happened. Now, this can go on for pages. It doesn't have to. My goals, generally, I tend to keep a goal under a page and it's a description of what I've achieved and how I feel when I've achieved it and why I've wanted this and why it's a good thing for me. And I generally manage to keep that to under a page. But that's still much longer and more detailed than the goals that we used to write back in the 80s. When we were writing SMART goals, they were generally one sentence. So what I'm suggesting to you is for your goals, you need to have more detail because the more detail you have, the clearer the picture is that you're going to paint for yourself so that you can really see and feel and smell and taste exactly what meeting your goal is going to be like. And that's what's really important is for you to really grab onto it and understand how it's going to feel when you get there. So for that reason, I'm suggesting that you don't need a lot of goals. I think generally for most people, five or six goals is enough to cover their entire life. So you may have goals around your business, you may have goals around your health, you may have goals around your relationships, you may have goals around achieving certain financial goals, around perhaps buying a house or a car or things that you want to achieve in your life. So if you look at all those areas of your life, you don't need a lot of goals. You really only need one or maybe two in each area of your life. So I'm thinking around about five or six goals for most people is essentially all it needs. So basically, it's a matter of sitting down and thinking about what it is that you want. If you were able to achieve all these things, how would your life look? And have a think about what a realistic time frame is for actually achieving these goals. And this will give you an idea of what date to put on them. So some goals might be fairly short term. So you may be writing a goal that's set in three months time, for instance. So you're saying, oh, it's three months from now and this is how I'm feeling and this is what I've achieved. There may be other goals that are 12 months down the track. There may be goals that are five years down the track. And that's okay because some things take a lot of time and some things are harder to achieve than others. But if you don't know where you're going, how will you ever know when you've got there? So it's really important for you to have these goals so that you know whether you're headed in the right direction or not. Because if you don't know where you're heading, then anywhere you go could be right or wrong and you don't know. So that's why you need to have these goals. Now, I also recommend to people that you have what I call a BHAG goal. Now, BHAG stands for Big Hairy Audacious Goal. So it's the goal that when you say it out loud, you either giggle nervously or you get a big lump in your throat or your chest tightens up or something happens. And it's the goal that it's like the massive goal that you, in your heart of hearts, you don't really believe that you could achieve it, but you just love it kind of thing. 
And I'm saying you should write that down because even if you don't believe now that you could ever achieve it, once you write it down and once you say it out loud, it takes on a life of its own and you can start using it as a goalpost. So it's something to head towards. So you may never achieve it. That's why these goals are called big, hairy, audacious goals because they're massive goals and you may never achieve it, but that's not the point of this exercise. That's not the point of the BHAG goal. The BHAG goal is the goal that is like the ultimate prize and it's the one that everything else kind of hinges on because you're heading towards it with all the other little goals that you do. And you'll be surprised how many times once you actually write down a goal and once you say it out loud, how often these goals suddenly don't seem quite so unachievable anymore. So give it a go. It's not hard It costs nothing and you never know, you might actually find that you meet some goals and life can't get worse when you're kicking goals. So it's always a great time to start writing goals down. If you don't have a goal book, go out and buy one. I personally like to have a goal book that's pretty. So I'll go to a shop and I'll buy one. The goal book I've got at the moment is leather bound and it's got these little gold clips on it that keep it closed and it's like something out of the 1700s and it's just beautiful. But it could just as easily be an exercise book from Officeworks that cost you 67 cents. So it doesn't really matter, but if you want to really make your goals special, then I recommend buying a nice book to write them in. And then you write out your goals and you revisit them regularly. So if you have the opportunity to write out your goals on a daily basis, not necessarily in your goal book. So I have a goal book, which is my pretty book that's got the leather binding and all the rest of it. And that's where I write my goals. And that's kind of like the master copy, if you like. But then I have other notebooks. And so if you go back to the rituals episode of this podcast, I talk about writing out your goals daily. And so what I do in just a notebook, any old notebook, is when you're doing your journaling or when you're doing your gratitude practice, you also write out your goals that you have in your goal book. So it's almost like when I was in primary school, we used to have a spelling test every week and any words that we got wrong, we had to write out a hundred times. And there are words now that as an adult, I know I will never spell incorrectly again because I had to write them out a hundred times when I was in sixth class. Necessary is one of those words. And I always know how to spell necessary because I wrote it out a hundred times when I was in sixth class. Goals are a bit the same. If you write your goals out every day, it's like writing them out a hundred times. And so you're writing them every day and every day they're getting reinforced. Another thing that you should do while you're doing that is focus on the feeling. So what are you feeling when you write the goal? So you in the goal, you've talked about the emotion. So now I want you to actually invite that feeling in and imagine how you're going to feel when you've met that goal. Anchoring into that emotion every day 
helps you to get closer and closer to your goals. So that's what I want you to start doing as soon as you can. So sit down, write out your goals. As I said, doesn't have to be a lot of goals. Five or six is generally enough for anyone. And then I also want you to include your BHAG goal, your big, hairy, audacious goal, the one that kind of makes you feel a little bit sick. And I want you to write that one out as well. That's the scary one, but that one's the most important because that gives you a goalpost to aim for. I also want you to start writing those goals out daily and at least once a week. I want you to read them out loud because there's something really magical about saying things out loud that kind of tells the universe that you're serious and it makes it real. So at least once a week, I want you to take out your goal book and I want you to read your goals out loud like they've already happened and inviting the feeling in and feeling those emotions so that you know in your heart of hearts that this goal has already happened and all you're doing is waiting for the time to pass until you can see it. So that's your homework. Go off and write your goals. If you go to my website on coachmel.com.au, I've got a little workbook there that will give you some tips and tricks on how to write these goals in a structured way. So I hope that's helped. Good luck with your goal writing. Reach out to me if there's any questions about it and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Please rate my podcast, Five is Good, and head over to my Facebook page and leave me a comment to let me know what you think. And you can check out my website at coachmel.com.au and until next time, show up and be your best self.